Hello everyone. Welcome to the episode 48 of Solid Saturday. The guest we have today, Dr. Angshuman Ghosh, is a data science and strategy leader with 11 plus years of rich experience in leading tech, media and retail companies. He is currently head of data science at Sony and earlier he has worked for Disney, Target, Wipro, Grab and Spice companies. He is also a visiting professor at top IITs, IIMs, IISC etc. He is a PhD MBA topper from XLRI and a computer engineering graduate. He was awarded LinkedIn Spotlight 2019 for being one of the top most inspiring and engaging leaders. Wow. Lot of achievements within short period of time. So definitely it is going to be a lot of fun to explore his career journey and uh, learn more about from his career journey and how he is managing to lead his area of interest. So welcome Angshuman, very happy to have you on this show and really appreciate your time and consideration. Thank you, thank you so much. I think it's a privilege for me to be on your show. I've seen you know, a lot of great people coming on your show and I think you are doing a great job in evangelizing data science, artificial intelligence and all the areas. And I think you are doing a great job. So I'm very happy and privileged uh, to be on your show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Pleasure is all mine. So to start, begin with actually, from this time onwards, we are going to divide the questions into the sections. So we will cover a couple of questions around passion and then some questions from the audience. Then again, come back to your volunteering and work related experience and then ending the podcast with leadership. To begin with, I would like to ask the question is that, you know, uh, your profile is completely aligned to this data analytics and data science field. So how did you find your area of interest? and managing to lead it. Yeah, I think um, I didn't decide to get into data science because, you know, when I started my studies or did different things, mm -hmm. uh, I think it was not so hyped up and not so big as it is today. I would say I got a little lucky, but at the same time, at every point of time in my life, I have pursued things uh, mm -hmm. which, which I was passionate about and which also I thought I was competent to do. So, you know, based on my competency and my passion, I have chosen based on my competency. So definitely I studied, you know, science when I was doing my 10th or 12th. So definitely I studied that I fell in love with computers and hence I did my engineering in computer science uh, long back. And as I think many people do in India after <laughs> doing my engineering graduation, I started IT, you know, Wipro, which was one of the largest IT companies in India and I started there. So till that time, I think my career journey would have been very similar to uh, probably most of the people in India who do engineering and then join an IT company. Uh, but after that, after working there for two, three years for different Fortune 100 uh, clients, I realized that, you know, uh, yes, computer science and technical knowledge is very important. Mm -hmm. But I also needed to learn about business and the domain, right? And that is the time I joined this MBA program at XLRI. So I did the MBA coursework and then... Uh, followed it up with a PhD in detail analytics in that area. So wow. social media and if somebody posts some review on social media, how does it impact uh, the consumer decision making? Uh, so I finished my PhD in 2014. Mm -hmm. And after that, I joined um, Spice, which was one of the leading telecom companies in India. Mm -hmm. I worked there very, for a very short time and then moved on to work for Disney. Mm -hmm. In India, Disney Star TV, which is the leading media entertainment company globally also in India. And that is the time I think I would say 
before that probably my work was related to more analytics or research mm -hmm. but not very data science oriented mm -hmm. and it is that time when i joined disney in 2015 mm -hmm. uh, from that time onwards i also started picking up some of the skills and i also saw data science emerging as a you know very important and mm -hmm. big uh, best one of the best career options so i i learned python and r mm -hmm. and tableau and lot of things of uh -huh. course, I had a computer science background. I knew SQL. I knew uh, C, C++, Java, some of the languages. So mm -hmm. I would say that's why I said, you know, I got a little lucky. So it was a little easier for me to transition. Uh -huh. But that is the time I started working on more data science or analytics related areas. Uh -huh. And after that, of course, you know, last two, three companies that I worked for after that, I joined Target as lead data scientist and then Grab. And now uh, I'm heading the data science for Sony R&D in India. Mm -hmm. So last two three roles has been fully in the area of data science, mm -hmm. uh, be it machine learning, be it uh, some deep learning, and you know core data science. And I definitely you know enjoy it as well as I feel it adds a lot of value to business. So you know I'm thoroughly enjoying it. If you want to know a little bit more about any of the areas that I discussed, I'll be uh, more than happy to share more. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing and uh, the way I understood it that, you know, you were a lot more focused on the learnings as well. So that's Absolutely. how your knowledge you are able to share with the people because you already invested a lot more time in the learning. So thank yeah. you so much for sharing that. Moving towards our next question is like, section is more or about, you know, questions from the audience. So I have okay. shortlisted a couple of questions. The first okay. question is from Ilir Kalaba. So mm -hmm. he's asking that my experience last 10 years is in modeling in bank sector using SAS for the mm -hmm. present and next coming years, which is more important machine learning or artificial intelligence and mm -hmm. thank you and all the best. Okay. I think, thank you very much for the question. I think it's a very good question. Before I answer the specific question, I would like to clarify, you know, some terms so that we are on the same page. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, the term AI has been there for a very long time and it's not, you know, today. I think even from 1950s or 60s, mm -hmm. there was some time when there was hype and then it went down and again the hype started, again went down. So we have seen, you know, multiple such cycles. Mm -hmm. And AI too, in a, in a very simple layman term is when it's called artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. is like some machine or non-human entity you know uh, which is showing some sign of intelligence mm -hmm. now when i talk about intelligence even adding you know two plus two is intelligence right so today's once we have very powerful computers it may not seem you know so so you know groundbreaking but when for the first time computers started adding numbers it was a big achievement so you know AI started long back and I think in that journey we have come in a, you know, uh -huh. a very long, long way and I think we have achieved a lot. And I think other thing you mentioned about is machine learning. So machine learning, I would say, is a subset of AI. AI is anything where a machine is showing uh, some intelligence, be it, you know, some numerical intelligence or linguistic intelligence. But machine learning is a subset of it where uh, instead of instead of actively programming a machine or computer, we, we feed some framework to the machine and we feed some data to the machine. Using this framework and data, the machine learns on its own, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where machine learning is a little different from the classical statistics or classical, you know, other algorithms. Mm -hmm. So that's how these terms are different. Now, you know, going forward, I think he, he mentioned that he work, he's working for a bank and using SAS. Mm -hmm. And which is really great because I think in finance industry, uh, SaaS is very popular. Even in pharma, SaaS is very popular. 
However, it is a paid software, right? So you have to pay a lot of license fee to get it. And hence, I think not every company or every person can afford it. Yes, uh, I think companies can afford it if they have a lot of money. But I think going forward, I see a trend towards, you know, open source or free software, which I think all of you also would have seen the rise of R and Python of the world. So they are like free, unlike SAS or SPSS. So I see definitely if I have to choose, of course, I don't want to be biased because I think mm -hmm. on your show, there will be a lot of people who are from statistics background or who love R. So I don't want to, you know, be biased or say anything on that front, which is good or bad. Yes, mm -hmm. all tools have their strengths. But I would say if you are focusing on job and career opportunity from that perspective, definitely Python as a language is emerging as a stronger language, right? More people are using, more uh, people are demanding it. And definitely for your specific area, I think artificial intelligence is more general, more broad. And, you know, as you know, some people said that if you, if you type it in PowerPoint, it becomes AI. If you write in Python, it becomes ML. So I think for your career perspective, probably if you focus on machine learning, and I think you can progress because you have been working on SAS and maybe some of the traditional algorithms like uh, linear regression or logistic regression, maybe you have idea. So I think, I think for you, it will be a natural progression to move towards machine learning using Python. And that I think will help you in your career in the future. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing and hope it answers his question. Moving yeah. towards our next question is from Vikas D. How to get in, uh, join your data science as a fresher? Like how, I think he wants to ask is like, you know, how to join the data science uh, as a field, as a fresher? Mm -hmm. And how can one prepare for data science? So it is like the same thing, like how one can prepare and join as a fresher in the data science field. Yeah, I think there are some similarities. So I will not cover the things which you have discussed. But I think there is little difference and the difference is that the earlier person said that he has some domain expertise or, you know, work experience and wants to move vis-a-vis mm -hmm. -vis this person who, who is new and fresher. So he might be, you know, open to any area, for example. Mm -hmm. So I would just say, you know, the key skills that you need to develop. So I think any field you can enter, it's about your learning, your skill and your experiences. That's it, right? Of course, if you have some credentials and some degrees, it helps. But at the end of the day, it is your learning and your skills, right? Yeah. And from the, that perspective, I think three key skills that you need to develop. Uh, one is definitely you need to be good at mathematics and statistics. So what mm -hmm. we call today as data science is has a lot of foundation in mathematics and statistics, right? Mm -hmm. Even some of the neural networks that we are seeing today, you know, the mathematics or statistics part of them had been done probably 30, 40 years back by some really amazing people. And that's why, you know, we are able to use them and make that progress. So I think, you know, please focus on mathematics and statistics. Of course, you can learn a lot, but few areas that of that, that can be very helpful for data science are, are definitely probability, uh, your descriptive and inferential statistics mm -hmm. and linear algebra, uh, where you work with vectors and matrices. So I think th these are areas will be very helpful, but that's the core of foundation right? You need to be good at that. Once you have learned that, I think we've discussed a lot about computer programming and key reason you need that is because of the skill, right? You mm -hmm. can compute the average of two numbers by hand or without using anything. But if you want to compute the same average for millions of customers, you can't do it by hand. And that's why computer programming becomes very handy. So second skill is computer programming. And as I mentioned earlier, I think Python will be very good for you or you can otherwise in case you are comfortable with R or you know maybe Java or some other language that's also okay. 
but computer programming also something you have to learn third thing since this guy is a fresher i think uh, i think he he should be a little open but in case he has some uh, you know inclination towards some particular industry if you can learn about that industry i think that will help in case he wants to go into finance if you can get cfa or frm or you know get some basic understanding on finance that will help and mm -hmm. same applies if you wants to go to e-commerce or pharma i think as much as you can learn the domain will be good i'll just add a caveat there that i think the domain knowledge or business knowledge part in my experience i have seen uh, that you gain once you start working for a company in a real context with real project but definitely whatever you can learn uh, with projects hackathons or kaggle whatever mm -hmm. you know please try to get that uh, project experience and domain knowledge as well that's very wise actually and hope uh, it helps vikas as well as many people out there who are looking yeah. to join the data science field and who are really freshers so yeah. being you know uh, whatever points uh, anshuman highlighted it is more over that you have to be open to the learnings and you have to focus on the areas and be strong at what you are focusing on definitely you can do your personal projects as well apart from your learnings that will kind of a highlight for your resume and i uh, hope that helps you to get into the data science field thank you so very much point and based on that probably i'll just add uh, one or two more point and i think you added very good detail just to conclude so you need to develop the maths and stats skill computer programming and domain knowledge and once you have developed the knowledge as lisa said mm -hmm. once you have got the basics correct then you do projects hackathon you know all those things yeah. to build your portfolio and that will definitely i think help you a lot yeah Yes, thank you so much. And our next question is from Azhar Khan. He's asking that if someone is having good skill set for data science and machine learning, and yeah. did various certifications as well in the same field, however, have experience of around five years in the IT domain, admin domain, and then mm -hmm. how he can or make career in the data science as today everyone is asking for the skills first plus the experience, which is like quite relevant. They don't look for the irrelevant experience. So how that person can get into the data science job so to summarize i would say that he is looking to transform his career from specific like you know it admin domain field to the data science so what would be the guidance for him so i think if you ask me honestly as i said as as a person you know mm -hmm. i have a different philosophy as i mentioned earlier also mm -hmm. i i give more importance to your skill or knowledge like if i am hiring that will be my primary criteria mm -hmm. but at the same time i think we have to be practical and realistic Mm -hmm. uh, to the world that we are living in and i understand uh, in the current job world you know it's not very easy mm -hmm. uh, for the earlier person also for a fresher to get in for a fresher to get in experienced person was an experience in some other field to get in right mm -hmm. so these are real challenges and you know we have to accept that mm -hmm. now given that i think here let's put our focus or goal your goal if it is to get into that field before that please be sure that you really want to get in because as lisa said that you know it's not so easy right yes if you love it if you put that effort it will become gradually easy but you need to learn a lot of things and you have to keep learning because new technologies might come right mm -hmm. now given that you have you know taken care of all those things that you are very passionate about it and you have acquired the skills right then i think two things i'll advise one is similar to what i advised to the last person also So mm -hmm. when you say I'm interested, how will the employer know that you are interested, right? Uh, If you have done some certification, yes, some of them are good, but you know some of them are not so good, and maybe you know people are just watching videos and completing certification. So as an employer, right, how do I know that you know you actually have the skills and the passion? Mm -hmm. 
Mm. That is where I think earlier advice that we gave. If you can do some projects, if if you if you do some internship, mm-hmm. if you do some Kaggle competition, if you do some hackathon, and nowadays I think a lot of companies are also hiring for from uh, Kaggle or hackathon and those kind of things. So that will be one good opportunity area, right? Yeah. Second area, since you are already working, and that applies to everybody who is already working in a company, right? So I think in your company also you can have lot of good opportunity because lot of traditional companies are now moving towards data science, right? Earlier probably you know they use something else. Technology is changing, you know, data is changing. Many companies are setting up data science department. If not a department, definitely they will have. some project if not data science hardcore data science maybe some analytics visualization sql etl whatever whichever is closest to that right and i think this person mentioned he has worked on it admin so maybe if he has worked on some database or something right so in that area you pick up the other skills that we mentioned right be it python mm-hmm. uh, be it maybe you know spark or hadoop if you are into big data in that area right so pick up those skills and in your company either try to you know move to a role which is closer to data science or data scientist kind of role or okay. at least do some project which has you know some overlap if not fully but has some overlap with the areas that we mentioned and that will definitely be really great for your profile and after that definitely you have to keep trying right you know nobody succeeds at the first attempt you know i think uh, many people after they succeed they claim hey you know i just tried and i succeeded but i tell you and i also wanted to move into data science though i had decent credential because of my phd uh, computer science background whatever but i also found it difficult right i also applied to multiple places and then you know finally i got something that i wanted so i think don't give up please learn <laughs> please don't give up and keep please keep trying keep applying and i'm sure you know if if you don't give up you will definitely get the right opportunity that you're looking for yeah yeah and that's very valuable advice to have that you know don't give up at all it irrespective yeah. of any field you are trying to get into or being successful absolutely the major like a key point which is like you know not giving up so that is yeah. kind of attitude you should have when you are trying to get into or achieve something in your life so thank you so much uh, moving towards our volunteering side Uh, so you do lot of public speaking and any incident or the memory or memorable experience would you like to share with the audience okay maybe i'll i i i will not share anything specific but generally i'll probably love to share so i think uh, it has been really a great opportunity for me to do that because i realize that you know people want to learn this field and they want to get into however since you know our traditional education system right of course different countries have different system but wherever i have been to like say india or some of the other countries i think traditional mm-hmm. education system is still not you know fully equipped to give those skills yes last 3 5 years it has changed a lot but probably 5 years back it was not so right mm-hmm. only you know few people were working in the field and they knew what was happening in the industry mm-hmm. and the academic world is was you know very different and not just academic world uh, within industry also as i mentioned some of the companies have been early adopter for example your e-commerce or technology company or some of the retail or finance companies but finance companies but the companies uh, they have not adopted those things right mm-hmm. and so i think I, i i was following the trends globally how it is happening from that hbr famous article to glassdoor and you know whatever you know news we get uh, from global news agencies mm-hmm. and i tried to make that move 
and then i realized probably i got some knowledge which can help other people right mm-hmm. and that is where you know it all started and of course it started with one probably opportunity and i went and talked to one place and they probably liked it and you know they shared with couple of more people and mm-hmm. that's how it grew and also i i have seen you know after that that yes you can go to a place and talk to few people probably 100 people will join your uh, talk or lecture mm-hmm. but social media gives us you know immense opportunity i can see that you are active on all the social active on all the social really great you know because face to face we can meet only few people right and at one point of time probably 50 to 100 people uh, not more than that uh, but via social media i think we can reach so many people and i wish you all the best i think you are very active doing great job and you know once your channels of course they are very popular and once they become more popular you can reach thousands and probably yeah. millions of people right yeah. and that is where i think i try to also share a lot of content on linkedin mm-hmm. and some of the other social platforms and mm-hmm. of course some people liked it some people did not like and i try to you know uh, take a very objective view what people like and don't like i use my data science skills there as well of course i don't share those details but yeah i keep checking what people like don't like what they find valuable or not mm-hmm. and based on that you know i also try to uh, create probably better content and as i said you know none of us are perfect and we are just you know getting there and we are trying to making ourselves better and mm-hmm. we are trying to learn and whatever i learn i try to share that with people and i, I really absolutely love that and i think you are also doing some great job in that area and probably you could relate you know that yeah. area sure. i really congratulate and wish you all the best for yeah, the great stuff so much ashman that's so that was very kind moving towards your work related thing uh, you are actually leading your area of interest very well and you are everywhere like you know you are in the academic sphere you are in the uh, public speaking side you are uh, doing well in the organization side and when it comes to the social media or sharing the knowledge through the posts you are doing great there as well because when i saw your post those are very valuable for the people who are trying to get into the sphere so talking more about your work experience now you are a head of data science at sony and you were professor as well as you tried your hands in the entrepreneurship side as well so what do you enjoy the most and why i think everything has their own positives or negative nothing is absolutely good or bad just like everything else in life uh yeah so i think uh there are few things about academics i really like that you know you have so much of freedom uh, nobody tells you what to do i could decide my phd research topic if i give a talk i can decide my topic you know what i want to talk about so that academic freedom part is probably really good in academics mm-hmm. but at the same time i think uh, the thing reason why i moved to corporate was that lot of things are happening in the industry nowadays some mm-hmm. of the latest technologies and projects that we are talking about right mm-hmm. industry and some of the companies are at the forefront and not every academic institution is being able to keep pace mm-hmm. with that mm-hmm. right so i think the reason i shifted to industry and you know i'm working now in industry and i absolutely love it mm-hmm. uh, because i get to know what is happening latest in the industry also there are a lot of things that you know you require in an industry when you are working with people Uh, it, it is very different from an academic world because you can do some research you can be the best in that and you can tell hey i know the best and i don't care what others think right uh-huh. but in a corporate and you're working with lot of people you need to understand what what they are thinking what are their motives how how do you know handle emotion conflict uh-huh. those are challenging part but i think 
once you learn and once you you know able to uh, influence people or do the right thing mm-hmm. uh, that's very joyful on the social media part i think i've discussed a lot i'll not again reiterate yes. entrepreneurship part i'll touch just little bit yes i loved it i did it for you know couple of years and you know couple of years and hd and the area i work on mm-hmm. so i was working more on the inorganic part of the social media or digital marketing that you know how to promote brand or personalities using social media and i was providing those services to different companies and clients so i loved it enjoyed it and i could make some money from it as well mm-hmm. however i also realized that entrepreneurship is very glamorized now but it's not very easy right just like data science very glamorized very lucrative but not very easy uh, there are a lot of challenges you know you have to take lot of risk and the biggest thing that i realized was that yes my venture was doing well mm-hmm. but after a point i could not scale it up right mm-hmm. so i was working my few of my friends were working we got few people on board but after a point we could not scale it up and that is where i realized uh, that you know we talk about idea idea is very important but execution is more important probably you also need capital you also need network you also need experience right mm-hmm. so there are a lot of things which needs to get into you know a successful venture mm-hmm. you know in future probably if i you know have all those things or if i have some good ideas as well maybe i will try again but for the time you know i am loving my corporate work because i get to learn a lot and i could share that knowledge when i go for a talk to an institution or on social media that part also i love so i think you know both have their positives and negative and these two things i want to continue uh, talks on a part time basis and corporate work on a full time basis so mm-hmm. that will be the best for now i think for me yeah thank you so much for sharing and uh, basically you love what you are doing so that is the ma- major part i understood that even though you touched uh, multiple areas or you handling multiple things at one once uh, you love that doing doing so that's why you are keep doing it so it is more over important when it comes to the area of interest that you like it what you do absolutely i agree with you yeah, yeah. so one more uh, important thing in your profile that i found is strategic strategic thinking in the analytics so when it comes to strategic thinking what matters the most and how to build a good strategy in analytics field for any organization or what is the good data strategy according to okay i think that's a very good question because this is something which is very important especially for a business person or the ceo of the company but you know in the analytics world not everybody is so aware and mm-hmm. as i mentioned earlier also i think i got little bit lucky because before getting into analytics i did some mba so okay. that got me some understanding of business mm-hmm. and before getting into core data science i i uh, for example for spice mm-hmm. i was reporting to group ceo on strategy analytics for the company mm-hmm. so that got me an understanding bird's eye view that you know when a ceo is making the strategy where does analytics research or data science fit in right so it has to it has to work as an enabler for that vision or strategy that the company has and it cannot be on a stand alone thing unless you are an analytics uh, company itself right mm-hmm. so for a business i will say very simply right a business most of them of course we are not talking probably about the social enterprises mm-hmm. but most of the corporate businesses are capitalistic in essence they are there to make money whether we like it or not right mm-hmm. and when they try to do that uh the top line revenue and bottom line profit becomes very important mm-hmm. revenue minus cost is equal to your profit in very simple terms so any analytics data science that you are doing if it can increase the revenue decrease the cost or increase the profit mm-hmm. that is when it becomes strategic right so it will not be very evident from the starting 
But mm-hmm. if you have that view that how do I contribute to the business mm-hmm. and fundamentally this contribute to the business that your you know CEO, CFO or the top management will be interested in, that is where I think analytics will become more valuable. Mm-hmm. And yes, you can do a lot of great and complex models. Mm-hmm. But if those models can also add this kind of business value, that mm-hmm. is where I think it will be a you know, win-win thing for both business and analytics. And mm-hmm. that is where I think you will also become more valuable. You will probably grow better in your career as well as it will benefit your business also more. So I think the strategy has to be aligned to business strategy. Mm-hmm. I don't think there can be a data strategy which goes in a different direction and you know yeah. doesn't support the business strategy. So I think yeah. try to understand your domain, try to understand your business, try to understand the strategy of your company, mm-hmm. the goals of, the, of your company and make sure that whatever you're doing, how it is aligned to that strategy, how it adds value uh, to your company and company strategy. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing. Moving towards the end of the show, uh, we are going to touch the section leadership. So it is no doubt that you know you are leading your area of interest. And uh, what is your leadership style? Any specific leader that you follow or admire, and why? Okay, few leaders I really love, but not necessarily in my personal life. I do the same things. Mm-hmm. So I think in terms of the leaders that I really love and follow, definitely uh, the leader that I used to follow and still love is Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he is absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is so charismatic, and I think he has, in many ways, uh, through his companies and endeavors, has have changed the world, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So, an iPhone has probably had uh, so much impact in last uh, 10, 15 years of all of our lives mm-hmm. than probably any other technology that I can think of. So, I think Steve Jobs is definitely uh, the most mm-hmm. uh, loved leader that I I really like and admire. And mm-hmm. kindly, I really like Elon Musk. You know, I think uh, he's a visionary. You know, he thinks far ahead of the present, mm-hmm. and he's trying to solve problems which are very complex mm-hmm. and can have huge impact if somebody can solve it. And mm-hmm. also, I think both of them have taken huge risks. So mm-hmm. these are some of the qualities I like, and that's why I like these leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my personal uh, area, I think I have evolved a lot from where I started. You know, long back. At one point of time, I, I used to be very perfectionist, right? Because I thought, you know, whatever I'm doing should be so perfect, right? Mm-hmm. But once once I work with different people across cultures, across teams, I realized that there are a lot of differences, right? For mm-hmm. example, what I think perfect may not be perfect for you, right? And mm-hmm. when you talk to different people of different gender, different race, different culture, and here, you know, when I work for Grab, I work with people from China, Mm-hmm. Japan, Korea, mm-hmm. Europe, US and all and even Target and Disney I got opportunity to work with people from different culture so I realized people of course the cultural differences are big but even with the same culture people have different motivations mm-hmm. and people, people have different way of working and they have different goals and you know ambitions in their own life right mm-hmm. so what is perfect to me may not be perfect for someone else mm-hmm. so yes now also I try to make sure when I'm working with a team that quality of the product is great and whatever we are doing, be it a product or service, we can maintain as good quality as possible. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I, will, I will probably go to the extreme of being like, you know, 100% perfect in everything. Mm-hmm. I, I have learned to become a little bit more probably, say, you know, lenient or more flexible so mm-hmm. that you, know, you work with people and also listen to them and learn from them. And I realized that, you know, I also probably lacked in many areas and I did not even realize. Mm-hmm. So when I up, listen to people and learn from them, I think it helped me also a lot and, you know, 
as a team also we could work better so i think i, I have you know shifted to more of a collaborative and you know learning from people yes i think there is a long way to go i don't think you know i am anywhere close to perfect but and i'm learning and you know uh, i hope to get better at it yeah thank you so much for sharing and uh, giving some more insight towards the leadership style the way i would like to summarize this episode is that i would say that from his career journey it is more over that tagline you can take away is don't give up and keep doing and keep trying the things and if you see angshuman doing uh, what he does on the social media or how he shares his knowledge it definitely shows why people follow him so i would encourage you to follow his post because those are very valuable and insightful for the people who are looking to get into this field or grow into this field thank you so much and as i always say until we meet happy leading let's lead together stay safe bye for now